0: Are you still sick, Gabe? Yeah. It's it's a surprise because I live such a healthy lifestyle. I literally told you to get better, dude. All
1: right. and oh, Uh you. Gabe, how do you say your last name here?
0: Uh Party Pooper. Party Pooper. Yeah. <laughs> no, I got I got <laughs> cursed with a horrible last name. They're just like, are, your name has Party in it, man. Your name rocks.
1: Exactly. Nah, man. yeah. Hi, I'm Gabe, and I like the party. I like the party? Cooper?
2: gabe i don't think you've taken enough advantage of your last name you know we've done goob we've done goob Real, we've done all that but you got party you could be king koopa king like cooper. there's so much you can do no no
0: no. my screen name is usually g Koopa, which i think g. is just cooper. fun g, g. g. Cooper. Yeah. you gotta pull the legs off of g Koopa,
1: <laughs> <Cooper. laughs> maybe it's a little bit OG <laughs> cooper
0: i like that i like that I, I did have a i did have a little uh poopy gang for a while um i, I got my I face yeah, this is a weird story. Uh this can go in the pot I, or if you want to, it's all up to you. But I uh I I made edibles one time on a dare for nice. a school for a school trip. And then, you know, because you're on edibles on a school trip, you're like, dude, this Hell is yeah. some this is some thug shit. We're a gang. We're the poopy gang. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so we had on, a, we had, on no way. What kind of trip was it?
0: Like this what was, subject this in was, school? This was a um this was a um concert choir trip
1: oh my god so
0: i was going around chicago at in cathedrals high off my ass <laughs> singing for people and it was great because I, I went to all kinds of i went to a very like uh i went to like the university of chicago it was an important business school and dude, uh, dude
2: i don't know if i got high i'd want a bunch of saints looking down at me i was having a great time
1: a fast <laughs> so I, real divinity you know Oh like yeah. Your highest fucking a church and you're just like I'm vibing with Christ right now.
0: <laughs> Not something you'd ever expect, but yeah, good vibes with they, with old they uh JC.
1: Right? Just some good old <laughs> some catholic fun. <laughs> well, with that, uh we, we let's jump right into it. Uh welcome everybody to Cinema Span. Uh I am your host Louis Hiligus the 4th. This season we are covering the films of 2007. Uh today I've got Two of the hosts of the Criteria Cast. Uh, we've got Gabriel Parter Cooper, <laughs> and, and uh, we've also got Humanity's Last Hope, AJ Bulland.
2: Goddamn
0: right. I'm so like uh, I'm so like preconditioned to go woo because I do that for every every one of our
1: guests. So it's <laughs> oh right every time you're <laughs> like oh shit <laughs> woo yeah. Yeah, I don't even have a. Uh, I feel like a structure with how I bring this in. I always just kind of throw it at the wall. Like I, I, did, I haven't announced the titles. Yeah,
2: let's not. That's let's let them yeah. guess. Make them guess what movie yeah. we're talking about.
1: Yeah, I mean, there's no way that you know you <laughs> do the title of this podcast. No, know. this is
2: the mystery box episode. We're not doing I mean, any cover art. No title. Don't even yeah, put that word guess on it. If they're listening to this at that point, they'd have read the title, so they'll know.
1: Yeah. Yeah. We're. Yeah. We're, we're good. Yeah, and if you're watching, you could clearly see from the the posters behind us. There, I, I guess there's four, five posters to pick from here.
2: <laughs> Mine's just a literal picture of the sun. You don't know what mood I'm talking about. Yeah, this could just be any hentai above me. Oh.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I I should ask Louis, what is it is not off limits because I'm very much. Oh, so. I, I
1: think everything's on limits. Hell yeah. Uh, everything
2: oh everything. okay follow my, my hot take book
1: <laughs> what, whatever makes good content you know at the end of the day right isn't that the right so model?
2: fucking true so yeah.
1: <laughs> fucking
0: true we were reaching hard this week. we were just like what, what like we were, like aj was rapid firing like okay what's on
2: twitter right now <laughs> and i would try to like work it in to the topic very loosely but like yeah house you know kind of reminds me how like travis kelsey and taylor swift was like what if they were in a haunted house
1: I, I feel like you should have talked about the House of Representatives. Oh Fuck. my God. That we need gross. to get
2: political. We haven't gotten political on our show. We try to be apolitical, you know. We want to appeal to both sides. Um
1: I, I feel like most but I, I don't know, movie it's like Cinephiles kind of have a, a political alignment already, right? For the most Yeah, part.
2: we're the first socialist film podcast about the Criterion yeah. Collection.
0: I like to I like to consider myself dirtbag left for sure. Check it out. I'm always repping the squad. Squad represent. Full Democrat.
2: I'm a cinephile first and foremost.
1: Democrat second?
2: Democrat would be like 57th.
1: (laughs) Uh, Okay, yeah. Anyways, today we are talking about Sunshine. Uh, This is directed by Danny Boyle. Uh, How do you guys... And written by Alex Garland. That's definitely worth mentioning. You guys like Danny Boyle? Yeah, he's a cool guy. Um,
2: um good kisser too, yeah. i don't know i've seen i've seen like all of the major danny Boyles. i wouldn't say i'm a hardcore like i've seen train spotting sunshine oh, okay. yesterday
1: yeah i i've unfortunately good. seen yesterday as well um i i just watched 28 days later uh oh, yeah actually pretty solid that that was also co-written by alex garland also stars cillian murphy uh yeah i mean what he also did 127 hours steve oh jobs. i've seen
2: that yeah i forgot about that one
1: yeah i mean i feel like every he's directed a lot of movies that people have seen but they, they wouldn't be able to, to identify him as the director
0: well yeah you you, you, steve you, jobs too <laughs> yeah you, right yeah you, you got me to a cue because like i needed all those to be like actually know who danny boyle was and what i've seen because i was a big fan of uh 28 days later that was my introduction to killian
1: Yeah, I, I, again, I hadn't seen it till this morning, but I I think it's actually really, really well told. And it weirdly uh, has an empathetic touch for, like, such a... For a zombie movie? Oh, yeah. Uh, But all of his films have, like, a really soft touch to them.
2: Yeah, he is uh, playful with his editing, uh, which can be, like, goofy and annoying, like in Yesterday. Or, like, this, where the frantic cutting like adds to the suspense and builds tension
0: yeah i I would say that was consistent in 28 days later too the the, i from what i recall it's been a couple years now it's got very um uh sharp editing with regards to like movement of the main character
1: definitely and like he's able to bring you to to those soft places so that when he brings in the horror it's that much more shocking um i feel like it having a steady hand on tone is definitely something that's pretty underrated in most directors and the tone of this film i mean i i feel like it's pretty solid uh until the 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 third act i think that gets a little Oh, are you one of those are you going oh. no no no, no. <laughs> i i'm just i'm just saying that it's 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 interesting um like it feels like a pretty hard left turn but it also i don't, I don't think it it ruins the film necessarily
2: no, I can. I can respect that take. I get it. I don't agree. I'm a third act defender. I'm going down. I only saw sunshine very recently, but I've heard about it. You know, podcast people, I, I listen to the movie reviews, stuff like that. Right. They all love sunshine and they're always like, well then the third act. And I was like, okay, I heard it sucks. And I watched it. and I was like, yeah, this definitely, I don't think it's as good as like the first two, like kind of slow building acts, but also it's a whole, you would judge a movie as a whole. And <laughs> I don't, know, I still thought it was fun.
1: I think it. I think it works as a ride um, altogether. I mean, ju- just talking about the plot, real, real briefly here. This is about a, a ship full of of spacemen who are humanity's last hope. The sun is dying. They're they're basically going to drop off a, a payload to try to reignite the sun again. Um, along the way, they kind of discover that there's uh, the the first ship that failed is, is orbiting the sun. Um, and so they 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 attempt to uh, reconnect with this ship, um, yeah. And, and then uh, I mean, we we can get into the the native yeah. at all, but the yeah, that third act twist is that there's one guy left on the on that ship, and he kind of it, it it tips us into like a, a slasher actually, because he starts taking down each member of the ship.
2: Yeah, he literally does just, like, start stabbing them. That part, <laughs> I thought, you could have maybe, I don't know, used some sun powers or something. Because he just goes around just stabbing them.
1: I, I thought, too, because, like, I, they were dropping so many psychological elements around it that it, it was going to be more of a a test of the psyche of everyone on the ship. But um, now it just kind of became stabbing.
2: <laughs> Yeah, I will say, you know, Danny Boyle, I'm I'm not going to tell you what to do, but I feel like you could have maybe done another pass on the third act instead of him just be like, oh, I'm super strong, lifting people, stabbing them, like... I don't know, like... Because the first two acts, they I don't know how well-researched they are, but they seem, like, smart and well-researched, and then this is just like, yeah. oh, I guess he's Michael Myers now.
0: I, I will say one thing that I thought was a really smart move, because this is a very science fiction movie, is I didn't get too bogged down in details about the payload and about like how things work on the spacecraft i appreciate when science fiction knows its limits and doesn't try to like make a guess yeah yeah because it feels
2: like a very like lived in world like they've been on this ship for over a year now right it's like 18 months
1: definitely so
2: they've talked about all this stuff before they're not going to be like the payload which does blah 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 Yeah, science term that aj doesn't know they're like oh, it's the thing we're gonna put it in the sun. You know what we're talking about the oxygen room. It's the one plants you get. You get the idea.
1: Yeah, it's definitely taking its world building from like the alien universe where they're they're just treating this as more of a workplace, trying to take everything seriously, but but ex- yeah, also not try to be like, look how smart we are with our screenplay. Um, I and I kind of like how practical it is in that way. Yeah, well,
2: Gabe, would... you're you're the alien guy here. What's your take on its relation to like? Alien, and as an uh, homage, or
0: so, so I think. the the whole the I think how the 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 antagonist was it what was his name again. Uh, I'm forgetting the. Uh, anyways the the in the antagonist of the film, the guy that survived on Icarus one, um, it, it did ha- felt reminiscent to the Alien and that he dwelled in shadows. He wasn't always well framed. Um, even when he was like center
2: focus, he wasn't like yeah. You literally never see him fully. No.
0: Yeah,
1: Pinbacker.
0: I think that was kind of the alien inspiration, although I, I will say for more visual stuff, or at least for like the whole science fiction vibes, whole like Odyssey in space, obviously it's kind of like a 2001. Um, I think that's a very big inspiration for the journey itself, but the um, the antagonist seems to be inspired by uh, uh alien. And so does like how people interact in the ship. They're like, yeah, we got a fucking job to do. I'm not a, I'm a scientist, but I'm not going to try to like show off that I'm a scientist.
1: Yeah. And also, I, I think the order in which people are dying in this film, like, um, you know, the, 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 the captain sacrifices himself pretty early on, uh, which kind of shuff, shuffles around the priorities of, of what you're thinking in your head. Right. In, in a very Ripley-esque way. Right. Ripley Ripley is the last one to survive an alien. But yeah, it's kind of. Then it's
2: Killian Murphy in this one. Yeah bright, yeah. bright eyes. Brightest fucking eyes I've ever seen <laughs> that kid. Oh, my God. Yeah.
1: Yeah, Killian Murphy. I feel like, man, what, what, you guys, uh, how, how do you like him? You, you guys have opposite. I
2: love Killian. Who doesn't? Who yeah. the fuck doesn't like Killian Murphy? I like, I like
0: Killian. I think he's been
2: good in everything
0: I've seen him in, at least. Uh, yeah,
1: yeah. I, I think he's pretty underrated, honestly. I mean, we, we've kind of. I feel like that's been the discussion going around this year is that he he really can lead a movie. Uh, oh yeah, especially this. Like he's. I I do wonder if Nolan saw him playing a physicist here and just saw him, like, weighing the morality of, of like, the whole crew, you know, and if he... Oh,
2: I bet Christopher Nolan thinks this movie is sick.
1: He's got it, right? He's definitely
2: got the DVD, apparently the DVD that doesn't play right. He's definitely got that on a shelf somewhere. He's like, I really like Sunshine. It's one of my favorites. (laughs) Peace and love, peace and love.
1: (laughs) Nolan really should be, like, the fifth Beatle. (laughs) <laughs> yes he, he fits
2: that criteria imagine Nolan just jamming on the bass guitar playing like the sitar
1: yeah, yeah Paul wouldn't even be upset that he's like taking over bass You're like nah. he's better than I am
0: <laughs> Now, I was going to say this about the cast though because we were talking about Killian is that this has got to be the hottest group of astronauts I've ever seen
1: mm-hmm. <laughs> like, uh, uh,
0: I know that's just the Hollywood effect but I was like man these scientists are hot couldn't they find like one frumpy scientist?
1: They, I mean, what they try with Chris Evans at the beginning, right? Yeah, they uh, <laughs> try. They him this long like haircut. Not even a. It's a. It's a really bad wig. Um, but it's showing him being all shaggy. Yeah, Chris. Chris Evans is in an interesting place in 2007. Uh, this is the the same year that the second Fantastic Four movie comes out. Yeah, uh, better than
2: the first. What do we think? The
1: Silver Surfer dude. (laughs) 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 My God! Like I haven't seen it in a long time. But are you are you gonna cover
2: the Fantastic Four two movie?
1: Yeah, I put it with I think Ghost Rider or Ghost Rider two. It's it's one of the Ghost Riders.
2: Lewis, I swear to God, if you cover those movies before, like fucking, there will be blood. I probably will. Oh, my God! yeah, that's gonna be upsetting
1: there will be one. I feel like is a nice like finale you know, like yeah, like, the, yeah. towards the end, but okay, yeah. I
2: guess if you're building it's gonna be that with no country right
1: yeah that that mm-hmm. was the the thought, but they're so big you could really split them up, you know, and throw some other yeah. or know, do work. your
2: shortest episode ever, just do a quickie
1: uh, honestly, why not, right? They're basically the same film.
0: You could jam pack the shit right before like old country. Like so it could be like it could be the Fantastic Four Two and then like uh what was it, Ghost Rider, and then follow that up with like
1: Yeah, ten minutes on on No Country. <laughs> A little triple. I mean Alvin and the Chipmunks uh, is seven, so no. The first or the sequel. I think it's the first. <laughs> uh yeah. If, if you I'm... know
2: I saw the first Alvin and the Chipmunks three different times in theaters.
1: That sounds about right. How old were you?
2: uh i was 14 i don't know how old was i 2007 how old were we gabe you must have been nine or eight i was eight yeah i would have been probably nine by because i think it was a christmas release right this is our alvin and the chipmunks episode now actually we're not talking about sunshine
1: (laughs) (laughs) yeah i was 11 that was a formative movie though it's it's upsetting how big of a, a hold it had on the culture.
2: I used to check the iTunes charts daily to see if the album was still in the top 10. I was going yeah. hard for the first Alvin and the Chipmunks, and I really don't know why.
1: Ugh, it's terrible. I mean, I, we had never heard a pitched up you know, voice like that.
2: Yeah, America wasn't the same before Alvin and the Chipmunks.
0: It was 2001 and Alvin and the Chipmunks that changed the trajectory of America forever.
1: I mean, it was a step up from Kids Bop, right? So you were like, okay, like, it's gotta be good. Um, anyways, <laughs> this, this is a great cast. We, we also have like Michelle Yeoh in here. Yeah. Uh, a, lot, a lot of just like thankless little roles. Benedict Wong is, is in here.
2: No small roles, just small actors.
1: Really? But that, I mean, that's, that's, it, it's nice because it, it, I feel like they bring the weight to to the situation. Oh, yeah.
2: No, definitely. Also, this movie got lucky that, like, almost all of their cast members went on to become way more famous.
1: Absolutely. <laughs> because it was a bomb when it came out. Um, it, was pay- it was a payload. It was a payload. Is there a name for the payload, or is it just the, the payload? Yeah, they don't so really... They, yeah. do they
0: say, like, Susie or, like, old <laughs> no. boy? Oh Okay. I, th- I, th- I thought you were, like... They implied it's a nuclear arm, so I'm guessing it's got to be, like, big guy
1: fat man little boy we yeah, should yeah. not be the guys who name stuff in movies <laughs> pretty bad. Dude, you could
2: do the the viathan or like argantuan um who else is in this cast we got chris evans killian murphy
1: yeah.
2: uh, oh rose byrne fucking rose byrne yep. i've met her i've stood behind her for several hours really yeah i was an extra on her apple plus show that uh they didn't know the title of they were still citing is it See the, spirited, right? No, it's not spirited. Um, it's a show. It's about like fitness. I don't know. It looks really fucking boring. But I was placed right behind her in the episode at an expo. So if I'm cut out, know that that's bullshit. I should be in frame. I don't know if I'm in focus. I don't. I don't know what lenses they were using. But I was it, on that for three days, and I met her as much as you can meet a celebrity. Like they will acknowledge at least you're in the room.
1: Man, yeah, that that's that's more than uh, I could say. More than I
2: can say. yeah.
1: How'd she smell?
2: How'd she smell?
1: <laughs> right? Isn't that? I, I I'm assuming you couldn't talk to her, but but you you probably walked by.
2: I was just taking a big old whiff. So
0: I I have a, I have a little funny uh, celebrity story. Uh, if you want to hear it. Yeah. Yeah. I was I I used to work in this little like rib shack in Iowa, and um, apparently I met Luke Combs on accident at the rib shack. Me being the avid country music fan, I didn't recognize him. I just gave him some ribs and walked away.
1: <laughs> Honestly, based. That's that's how most celebrity interactions are supposed to go.
2: Yeah. yeah. Here's your food, and I'm going to go back to the front. Yeah, one time Carly Rae Jepsen came out to me, and she was like, where's my trailer? And I just went, I don't know. I just turned away from her. <laughs> <laughs> and only after she started walking, I was like, who's that tiny, tiny woman?
1: You do, Were you a PA on that? Uh, yeah. Did he just look like a PA standing in the right place?
2: No, I was a PA. I got the job like six hours before I had to be there. No background check, nothing. Okay, the listeners, come to Hollywood. It's easy as hell to get PA jobs. Like there's no background check whatsoever. It took more effort to get a job at a grocery store than to work with one of the biggest pop stars of all time. <laughs> all time. Oh,
1: shit. Yeah. I mean, I feel like there's so much thinkless PA work that they, they, you know, they're so desperate. It's like worse than temp work sometimes.
2: Oh yeah, oh yeah. Anyway, I'm not talking about my cool Hollywood friends. We're talking about uh, yeah. sunshine. So
1: there, there's some, there's a lot of fun stuff uh, in the, like the production design of this film. Um, that the ship's really well built, but it's not too futuristic. Like it feels within within reach. Um, I I love the the waking nightmares that uh, Cillian Murphy has. He's he's talking about it with uh, Rose Burns character Cassie. Where they, they both have these dreams of, of like falling into the sun. It, it, I mean it's it's a great uh like like uh it's a great setup that, that's later fulfilled when Kappa actually is hurling towards the sun with the with the payload. But it's also a really great build up of just how the sun is psychologically affecting everyone on the ship. I think yeah, that's the
2: fucking sunroom where Yeah.
1: Yeah, the sunroom is awesome. That like everyone supposedly like like wants to go and and look at the sun you know it's like 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 reaffirming your mission almost right i
2: do not blame them fully seeing that room i was like i would hang out in there like all day oh yeah i totally get it if i could be that close to the sun like what is it two percent of the sun
1: exactly yeah three point one percent for like 30 seconds is like all is the the amount of the sun you can handle
2: oh i would be inching up every i would try to build my tolerance to the sun (laughs) yeah jane (laughs) (laughs) Towards, <laughs> towards more like, on the sun. I'll get to 15% of the
0: sun. <laughs> Dude, that's going to be the most vitamin D you can get in one sitting. Is just go there in that room for a second and be like, all right, that's my vitamin D for the week. Peace.
1: Yeah, you're just like purposely dehydrating yourself so you can like watch more sun. get, get more- <laughs> Honestly,
2: none of the people on this ship look like they got any sun. Everyone, I'm going to be yeah. real. They're all hotties, but they do not look uh, healthy. They look like they haven't slept well and over a year and that they haven't showered in days.
1: Yeah, I mean they're they're shooting in England, so that probably was. That makes sense. Yeah, that's what did it.
2: <laughs> Get yeah, their ass, ass, Lewis. Yes. That's what did it. <laughs> Get them. Uh, I mean they're they're on a they're on
0: a strict diet of uh, beans and toast, so you know, yeah. Pew, pew,
1: pew. Yeah, it's a it's a wonder this film got made with all the tea breaks, am, am I right?
2: Um uh... <laughs> I don't know. God save the queen.
1: Yeah. How do you guys like the space space stuff? Like with all the...
2: Hate it. Hate the space stuff. Space stuff. You hate it. I (laughs) I like Sunshine, except for the parts that are in space. Oh, everything's cool in this movie. I I really dug this. Everything fucking rocks. Like the way they film the inside of the helmets while they're out Mm -hmm. in space.
1: Yeah. I, I, I was thinking about the helmets too, because, you know, Iron Man's the next year and they like obviously feel like they invented the inside that the helmet shot but this is infinitely more interesting than anything they do over there um and like usually they're like showing other people's faces right next to the astronauts faces it, it's really cool stuff lewis have you seen this in theaters uh, uh no i have not i this is the type of film that i would wait to see it in theaters you know like traditionally um mm-hmm. but i'm really glad i just you know
2: because I'm just like imagining this in a theater like this movie would overstimulate me especially the the helmet shots I'd just be like mm, I'm I can't breathe.
1: I saw gravity <laughs> in 3D like IMAX uh last year uh-huh. and that was a really cool experience. I, I feel like the darkened room uh really helps with with just feeling immersed with with uh, a space film fully especially have you ever seen in 4DX Lewis? Or D I've never seen a 4DX about screening have you have you done any 40 that
2: surprises me no you would have been the one who I would have thought of all the people I know to have done 40x before
1: I should have done I should have done it for like Oppenheimer for like my sixth screening or something stupid like that
2: <laughs> yeah you I, were an Oppenheimer fiend this summer every time I went on Letterboxd I just
1: saw Lewis saw Oppenheimer again yep I I just kept taking people you know and like there's a point where I was like I don't even really need to see this again but like
2: i'm you just close your eyes at that point
1: yeah you know I'm like all right it, i it, it, it's just like i think some films you you need more time in between screenings you know before you can really
0: yeah it, like the flash you know dude I, I was so upset i tried to drag people off to barbie and no one wanted to go with me damn that is rough i know it's upsetting because no one
1: saw barbie either
0: well, it just, it's just it's a hard realization because, like, I realized all my friends were not cool. And I was like, God damn. Gabe no. was
2: out there. He was worried about the box office. He's like, guys, this is an important film. We need to go see it. <laughs> and you really tried your best, but tried my best. it sucks that it belly flopped. Flopped. Yeah. My clout just
1: couldn't quite do it. Did you Did you see it, though? Did you or did that stop you from going to see it? No, I saw it.
2: Obviously. Okay. Yeah. We saw uh, Listen to the Barbie Oppenheimer episode on Cartoon Cast, yeah, please. I, I have listened to it. It's one of our worst, but listen to it. <laughs>
1: uh yeah. Uh let me see what else I got here, boys. Um That's yeah. about it, right? Not That's much it. else to say. I, I, think we're, I think we're pretty good.
2: Um Good, I'm gonna talk for like two hours on the mist. Yeah, right.
1: <laughs> I, I will say though, I, I think Mark Strong gives a really uh they, oh I didn't want to say strong uh mark mark strong gives a, a really solid performance
2: <laughs> solid sounds like a a just tapered like, response
1: you just keep going with uh synonyms for strong like
2: he gives a hunky performance i'll say it but yeah that's <laughs> great it's he consider you literally never see yeah. his face he's he's yeah. silhouette acting for most of it
1: yeah I, I i just wanted to plug uh he's in a really good filmed theatrical production of arthur miller's a view from the bridge uh just a deep cut for anyone out there i would put that on your watch list though
2: a view *A View*, what
1: a a view from the bridge
2: a view from the bridge
1: it's it's one of those uh stories of a family falling apart and he's just kind of like the the center of the the household trying to hold it all together um but, yeah, all of
2: these images on Google are of people like hugging and crying.
1: Yeah, it it was performed at the National Theater live, so they they always do these really extensive filmed productions um, and put them into theaters and stuff. So that's it, it's it's worth seeking out. Uh, it's the rare theater plug on, on the film show, but have to do it.
2: You had know, you had a pretty lengthy theater discussion on your Sweeney Todd.
1: Yeah, yeah, I did. I uh, you, you're a big uh, musical head. I mean, do you want to have any songs? Don't talking?
2: tell the people that. <laughs> hey,
1: come on, come on. I know, I know you look cool, but <laughs> like, you are. Yeah. Right?
2: yeah, I love a good musical. I think it's a, a great use of the art form heightened as much. It's like one of those, I think, in terms of like what you can do with film, pretty much like a, a cartoon musical, you're using the most uh, assets of filmmaking to make that. So, yeah, I love a good musical um sunshine's not a musical but one of the least like musical movies like they're pretty they're pretty chill subdued there's no moment maybe when they're looking at the sun they could break into song
1: but other than that do you think do you think you can make a musical out of this if you, you can
2: a- make a musical out of fucking anything? There's a musical about yeah. like not being able to pee. Like musicals are not hard. I'm sorry. People like, make I, musicals I, all the time. I already thought of Here Comes the Sun, you know, like uh oh my God. Here
0: Comes The Sun. Doo, doo, doo. No, Dan,
2: is- no more Danny Boyle Beatles jukebox musicals. I- Put an <laughs> it. Fuck yesterday.
1: Yesterday is so bad. Ye- yesterday is just just offensive to watch at, at times, honestly.
2: You know what? Also, I realize it's not even the only movie where the Beatles don't exist. Wait, what? Are you, are you serious? Literally, like across the universe, that's a movie where the Beatles never existed. Oh,
1: yeah. yeah, that that's two thousand and seven.
2: Yeah, it's like whatever. Who cares? The Beatles never existed. I don't know. We'd have other music. I'm not. I'm not going to be like the Beatles are even that good. But like, realistically. Would the world change? Also, that movie has the funniest ending. He uploads all of his songs for free. Gabe, have you seen Yesterday? <laughs> no, I know the plot synapses because you've, like moaned about it to me he i've definitely so yelled about yesterday like just in real life to you <laughs> yeah. so most of what i'm saying you probably heard and you're just gonna be like oh, whatever but yeah yesterday ends with the lead character uploading all the songs for free and i swear to god I'm, i've only seen it once but i swear to god there was like an ipad with just a big button that said upload and he's like yeah. presses <laughs> it he's like music should be for free and that's the message i guess
0: it's yeah that's a, a fucking message it- That's a stupid-ass message. Like, artists shouldn't be compensated for their creations. Nice one, dude.
1: Uh, Also, the original, like, script for that was just a lot better where it was, like, about, like, he's the only guy who remembers the Beatles, but he's unable to replicate the success because he doesn't have the same context that they had or,
2: it seems really depressing
1: well, well it does seem depressing but honestly i feel like that makes more sense like yeah. the, the idea that like there's a lot of great artists out there you just never get discovered or you know the 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 way the the apparatus you know the the music system works are just not going to let them yeah. in well you like, see also, that being yeah. like a
2: nice indie movie like a, a sing street or something of that level but you never get that if you got to pay for beatles music so something. you're gonna get like big productions yesterday was fucking everywhere i swear to god that summer i would see ads for yesterday all over the place no i not know i remember the
0: ad campaign for sure because it, it was on every youtube video you'd ever watch
1: i mean you got the beatles like you're gonna use their songs to advertise yeah yeah everywhere
2: or they could do like the that one david bowie musical where they don't get the rights to the songs <laughs> Hey, what? He'll be in on yeah, this there's one. a there's like an unofficial David Bowie musical where they couldn't get the rights to any of his uh, songs, so they just don't use any David Bowie music.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's uh, you're not talking about Velvet Goldmine, right?
2: Uh, maybe. No, wait, no, it's it's like that, genuinely, like it's da- They say David Bowie, but like they just can't use his songs. Well, that's I gotta universe. look it up. Oh God. Biopic. We're talking about Sunshine.
1: Yeah, uh, we we definitely are talking about. Sunshine. <laughs>
2: I, I mean, feel bad. I come on your podcast and I just derail it all the time. Like, I know how hard it is to stay on track. Honestly, and to try to make content,
1: I, I feel like I do have more to say about the mist being a like a, the the film that we liked less than this one. You know, that's almost always the case. It's like you, you just riff about good films a little bit.
2: It's like, yeah, how do you describe a flower? Like, yeah, it's beautiful. It's it's great. It does everything it should. It was a good time. I. I'm sure there's other stuff we could say, but <laughs> I'm sleepy.
1: Exactly. <laughs> the movie, oh, the movie is
2: called right? Stardust, by the way. Stardust.
1: Stardust. Ah, Stardust. They
2: could not get the rights to Ziggy Stardust, I guess. So they just called it Stardust, which I think means cocaine. Also, hey,
1: yeah, I I thought this sounded familiar because this is this this is not off topic. This is an '07 film.
2: We're like layers deep in terms of our riffs right now. Wait, We're
0: this are going to build about it about,
1: back.
2: Wait, yeah. this movie's about David Bowie? I thought it was supposed to be like it, a fantasy film.
1: Yeah, Which are you, what are you looking at? It's, this is based on a Neil Gaiman thing. I think I'm looking at the wrong Stardust. Yeah, the, yeah, the
2: Stardust came out in 2020. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah.
0: Oh. I was like, this weird fantasy film with Robert De Niro? Wait, did you cover this, Lewis? Is this
1: 2007? No, I haven't. It's, oh, on, okay. it's on the list.
2: You cover True Kino like the <laughs> fuck I couldn't think of the Dane Cook movie what was the one you just covered
1: Mr. Brooks
2: <laughs> Mr. Yeah, uh, Brooks
1: I mean uh what I mean for we're, we're talking other 07 here uh C- Cillian Murphy is in a rom-com that that comes out this year
2: Which one? one?
1: It, so it's called Watching the Detectives uh so Lucy Liu is the uh, the love interest in this film. Hot. Uh, I'll read the the log line though. Neil, a self proclaimed film geek and owner of Gumshoe Video, as oh, always live yeah. vicariously through his favorite film noirs. But when he oh. made it, a real life femme fatale, his mundane world gets turned upside down. <laughs> and oh, and this the movie. movie's quickly begins to blur. <laughs>
0: this sucks (laughs) i'm gonna take this
2: opportunity again i thought something to blow my nose with what if what if like a person who really liked movies got to like live out the movie (laughs) what if a person whose whole personality is liking movies like what if they also got got like a girlfriend
1: i wouldn't be surprised if like tarantino wrote this as well Or, or somebody probably just saw true romance and then was like holy shit
2: Somebody definitely did. I'm looking up the director. He often works with Broken Lizard. Oh, that's a comedy troupe. I was <laughs> <It's> like, <concert. laughs> is it a band? What is that? Um, he did like Super Troopers, Dukes of Hazard.
1: Yeah, those. I think mm. he didn't even direct those. So I think he he like wrote them or something. Oh wait, yeah, he act.
0: acted in those. Yeah, it's a notorious film. Is a Dukes of
2: Hazard the remake? My God. Is that what, what, Johnny Knoxville kind of... and Sean? When Sean you finally Smith. cover 2005, have us on for the Dukes of Hazard. <laughs> yeah.
1: Deal. Deal.
2: <laughs> that was like one
0: of those, um, you know, uh, films I, I watched like several times. I had no good reason to, but I was just so bored.
1: Yeah, I, I feel like that happens when, you know, you're stuck watching what's on Comedy Central. Yeah. or vh1 that that week like
2: tnt i was gonna say both of these movies we're talking about today are like they have the vibe of major tnt movies tnt Absolutely. yeah definitely
1: oh my god yeah was-
2: especially the fucking mist that is a tnt movie <laughs> and i mean that negatively.
0: no that or a sci-fi movie it could it, it could find its way on the sci-fi oh that would some be some a reason. fucking
2: that Absolutely. would be yeah
0: oh, that'd be sci-fi. that's it what i call it sci-fi original, like for oh sure. yeah yeah <laughs> fuck the but, mist with these special effects, definitely.
1: Christ, yeah. Should we, uh, should, we, should we uh take a quick break here? And go right in. So yeah, the-
2: Sunshine's great. You should watch it. Watch yeah, it. Don't thought. watch the mist. Don't watch the mist. You should you keep listening to the episode. Don't watch the mist, though. We'll we'll paint a vivid enough picture that you won't feel the need to.
1: I agree with that. Yeah. Uh all right, we'll be right back. doodle doodle. Let's go Cinema
2: span is. is brought to you by Miundis. My <laughs> Raycon. Underwear. I know.
1: Would you guys take? I mean, you would probably. Oh, take yeah. The thing that came. Oh in. yeah. I would.
2: Yeah. Whoever wants to advertise I, on us,
0: hit us up. Yeah.
1: Dude, That's if Al Qaeda hit
0: us up with a sponsorship, we'd take it.
1: You're like, it only runs for like 90 days, right? Then I take it out. Yeah.
2: <laughs> we would have fun riffing on like uh, an ISIS promo ad. Oh
1: yeah, i'm just trying to relate
2: that to the <laughs> movies we're, we're talking about so come and see maybe you should come and see uh the greater middle east <laughs> with our scholarship program come and see the light of allah <laughs> come and see the one true way come and see mecca <laughs> imagine yeah they just not even they just pay us to talk about <laughs> converting to islam <laughs>
0: no i had a I, I had a friend I, I had a friend that i worked with for a while who was uh you know islamic and they're like yeah Gabe, you make a pretty good muslim and i'm like yeah i think i would i like shaving my head it's all good i, I can good that. i could
2: Dude, That's I had this customer once who this customer was asking about like aioli he was like but he couldn't pronounce it so he's like could i get the uh the allah on the side <laughs> and i said allah is never on the side he is always with you,
1: brother as alaykum.
0: You know what I just watched recently? And um, (laughs) I just watched uh, The Kingdom of Heaven, which uh, is a really good film if you ignore the the main character, which is Orlando Bloom.
1: Oh, my God. Orlando Bloom. What era is this?
0: This is 2000, so I think it's like... Elizabeth! (laughs) <laughs> no i think this is in the this is right in the midst of uh pirates of the caribbean too but uh i think it's like 2005 we named the monkey jack
2: <laughs> that's a little reference for you say a little faithful call. cinema span listeners <laughs> all right i need to change my background to the mist
1: yes sir yes you do
2: the mist the mist the mist the mist more like a swing and a mist that's
1: a uh, good, uh, good, <laughs> oh my god right like that. <laughs>
2: i have another i have another this was this wasn't my favorite face i'll show you what my favorite facial expression this dude made was
0: <laughs> what how did you find that
2: i i literally caught it as it was happening it made me start <laughs> laughing whole, like, I, legs right like rope this, this re- is I- him when he's like slamming the door because the mist is gonna get in.
1: Oh, okay. The first door slam, yeah. because uh, yeah.
2: we, I think me and AJ watched it the same day. He's like, Hey, send me uh screen grabs,
0: and I got so disappointed so quickly I forgot to do it. I was like, Oh, god damn it.
1: <laughs> I, did, I did get pretty pretty demoralized by this film pretty early on. Unfortunately, Should we talk about that, yeah. Let's uh, are we talking about that? <laughs> hey, everyone, welcome back uh, to Cinema Span. We are talking the mist today. Uh, this is directed and written by Frank Darabont. Uh, it's adapted from a Stephen King novel.
2: The Mist, The Mist, The <laughs> Mist. Your fans have been clamoring for this episode, right? Like they've been, when are we going to get to The Mist?
1: Everyone's <laughs> been wondering what's in The Mist and, and if my opinions, you know, will be understood. Your missed opinions. Missed opinions.
2: <laughs> you missed all the shots you don't take. Missed, 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 missed.
1: Uh, all right, well, I'll do. I'll do a little intro here on Frank Darabont. Uh, he is probably known for adapting some of the most famous Stephen King stories, outside of The Shining, um, and, and I don't know, what, what what else is is really big?
2: The Shawshank Redemption.
1: Yeah, Carrie. Uh, but yeah, he so he yeah. did the Shawshank Redemption, the Green Mile. Uh, yeah. The Mist. These are like his three big studio feature adaptations of Stephen King works. Uh, and he also did a student film. Yeah, the- there's
2: actually something interesting. I, I found out looking it up. There's It's like a dollar production or something, something yeah. that Stephen King has where like student filmmakers and amateur filmmakers can buy the rights to one of his short stories for one dollar.
1: Yep. It, they can't like go and release it, you know? Um, yeah,
2: they can't put it on YouTube or anything, but they can like put it in festivals, they can use it for their class, they just can't profit off of it and they can't say like Stephen King's.
1: Exactly. Which which is a bit upsetting cuz like I, I actually want to watch these. Um you can like see a Wikipedia article that's got uh, like a solid list of like 20 or so of these. I articles. think
2: it said they included them on the miss DVD. So sadly none of us will ever see it. <laughs>
1: no, <not> <laughs> <now>. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, but it it is a cool idea because uh, Stephen King just has a fuck ton of stories to adapt. Jesus, yeah. And, and uh, I, I mean, this is an interesting one because I, I just it, it's so it opens with uh, our main character who's who's painting. Um, and he's <laughs> is he really painting? <laughs> he? I do not
2: believe that man painted that picture. So uh, he is waving yeah. a paintbrush over a pre-painted picture. He absolutely that- is. That, that
0: painting he was doing in the beginning though that was a reference to dark tower another stephen king yes. book yes. yeah it's,
1: Dude, it's the gunslinger wait, the titular the dark
2: tower gunslinger. stephen king yeah,
1: yeah.
2: oh shit dark, i saw dark i saw tower the dark tower
1: connects all of king's works um yeah. uh, gabe have you read it yeah i mean because yeah, yeah yeah gabe, I'll give him you, go, you take the lead then on that because I, I just know wikipedia some, summary of it.
0: so um it's been a, a bit of hot minute um I think I've... I, I said I've read it. i read that the first chapter. I, there's so many books i pick up and put down. <laughs> there's so many books, especially with Stephen King. Like, I got... I read the like,
2: synopsis. Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. wait, I saw the movie. Does that make me more of an expert than someone who read the first chapter? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah you probably I are. i of the scales way. Yeah, I saw the movie. It was a double feature with the Emoji movie. I did not <laughs> pick this screening. It was a friend of mine who was like, dude, we should go on a double date to a movie drive-in. I was like, yeah, cool. And then the only one he could make was... Uh, the Emoji Movie and The Dark Tower. So I watched those back to oh, back. Don't remember much from either of them, other than that they stunk. Well, wait—the Dark Tower film adaptation had Matthew McConaughey in it, didn't it? Yeah, it was Matthew McConaughey, Idris Elba, and some yeah. annoying fucking kid.
1: Yeah, I, I I have not seen it, but uh, it, it's it's essentially the the important stuff here is that like in The Dark Tower, each floor is like a different universe. In the in, in King's like stories, wait, what the, each floor is yeah.
2: so like there's there's an it floor, there's just a floor where clowns <laughs> run around.
1: I think that's the idea is like it's like a multiverse or something where you're just hopping through different bits, but there's there's layers of mist in between each one. Of the yeah, well, it seems there. through
2: <laughs> so, so, and, so-
1: where all the creatures lay, and uh, that's that's I guess what's going on here is that the mist has just gotten out of one of these areas
0: so wait wait that brings up a pretty big question because isn't in the stephen king it universe isn't it like a they're on the turtle's back or some sort isn't that part of that book so
2: yeah i don't know if I can, can know. you say so man <laughs> i don't know i i yeah i think i've heard that you know before. cocaine is a hell of a drug i don't put it past <laughs> stephen king writing that in i know no. wait no it's got the like gangbang scene right yeah that, that's uh, the,
0: the the prepubescent gangbang which is okay. 100
2: uh, percent, i buy that
0: turtle thing then yeah well that just raises the question is one of the floors the turtle floor
1: it, it probably it probably is like the or maybe the the whole tower's on the turtle's back
2: ah uh, okay yeah. and then it's at the bottom <laughs> i love stephen king's mind he goes from like weird out there stuff like that to just like what if a dog was evil
1: <laughs> yeah. exactly it's so it's either the most basic primal stuff or it's literally like how did you get to, to point z here
2: yeah cocaine that's how we got to these points <laughs> he was doing a lot of cocaine
0: Matt i mean yeah. we need I mean, more authors on cocaine so we can get more books i'm, do- I'm talking about you george rr martin yeah, just i think that would stop his about. heart yeah that would kill that man immediately
1: what does George R. R. Martin need to finish?
2: Um, he
1: needs
0: An a lot of
2: life. <laughs> Any actual ideas?
0: <laughs> Apparently, I mean, every single one of the books is kind of loosely based on like English or German like history. So I think he ran out of history. He's like, oh, shit, I got to do this from, like, imagination. Goddamn.
1: Oh, right. Yeah, like, he's like, there's yeah. no mythological kings to adapt from. Yeah. He just
0: yeah. adapts World War II, but with Game of Thrones.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the, the White Walkers
0: come in with, like, M60s. They're like, all right, motherfuckers.
2: We got the ice guns. <laughs> the paratroopers into the North <laughs> Kingdom or whatever. I don't, I've never
0: Yeah, it Game of Thrones. Oh, no, I, uh, yeah. I, I, that's, uh, that's the one book I've actually been able to finish. And it's bizarrely one of the longer ones.
1: All right, um, I'm i I'm gonna bring us back here to the the plot, uh. So <laughs> our, main, our main character, uh, <laughs> our main character, played by Thomas Jane, his name's David, uh, <laughs> because I sure if you say that. so, I don't have to pull that up. Uh, his name is Man. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so th- this uh, basically the the film starts with a huge hurricane hitting the small town. In Maine, where most of Stephen King's novels are set, Uh, either in the Tower or in the state of Maine.
2: Wait, yeah. Wait, is the Tower in Maine, or is Maine in the Tower? (laughs) Don't ask me.
1: I've never read.
0: Are are there several like 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 you know floors of Maine?
1: I think I think floor one is the supermarket here, and like floor the suburbs. Okay. yeah. Uh, so, anyways, David's house is hit by a, a tree in the middle of the night, and kind of tears through this this painting he's working on. Um, also in the painting room, what you can see, like uh, it, you can see, it, yeah, the thing. Uh, they're they're all done by this this uh famous artist uh named Drew Struzan, um, who like also did uh the 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 Philosopher's Stone uh painting and just like a lot of classic film portraits um but but yeah his his house is hit and in the, the paintings uh ruined he has like a line early on talking to his wife where he's like ah oh, they're just going to replace me with cg probably <laughs> untimely like <laughs> damn like yeah, man. Like, yeah. Um, uh, definitely a lost art but uh i uh yeah um so so frank uh or david basically um David sees that this tree is, like, fallen over and, and uh, busted up his boathouse, so he goes over to his neighbor, who's played by Andre Brower. Um, he's from Brooklyn Nine-Nine, if you guys have uh, ever I, seen
0: I have. Does he play, like, the 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 sergeant, right?
1: Sergeant, yeah, the main yeah. sergeant in that. He's also in uh, Fantastic Four this year uh, as, like, a general. But, wait,
2: there's a new Fantastic Four coming out?
1: I'm sorry, in two thousand and seven. We we're in oh, the year okay. two thousand
2: and seven right now, where this is where we're podcasting from. That's like <laughs> that's the bit. We're all in character, Gabe. This will be cut. Yeah, there's not enough um, you know, R words going on for this to be two thousand seven. <laughs> <laughs> is that's the first cultural reference you pick from two thousand seven, Gabe? Pretty much. I mean, that's not even like, doing. oh, the election.
1: <laughs> hey, it's not that party like a rock star. Oh fuck yeah. Let's get it
2: started. It's hot.
1: <laughs> uh yeah so but basically they you find out there's some bad blood between these neighbors, but they they um on uh, Andre Bauer's car is basically broken so he, he asked to get driven into town they then basically David packs up his son his neighbor they they go into the town into this grocery store um and and the mist rolls in pretty quickly what? Like a guy running in who's like the, the what did he say? He's like the uh, mist. Like, Something's in the mist. He's like something. He's like something in the mist took Jason Lee or John Lee.
2: Yeah, Jason Lee would be different. Uh, so wait, is the hurricane related to the mist, or is that just like they just so happened to happen at the same time?
1: I feel like it's got to be a, like something blew up in the factory or whatever testing site yeah. that that like this the shit was ha- whatever, wherever they were fig- wherever the mist was contained right yeah. area 52
0: yeah. or something weird like yeah you know like the off-brand area in a box, you, gotta, you let the mist out of the box
1: it blew up and <laughs> then, uh, the wind started moving and changing something like that that's my best guess yeah. uh, did, <laughs> hurricane hit in maine a lot is that a thing
2: like on um, the eastern seaboard for sure, but I don't know about Maine. Maybe like part of another uh, floor seeped into that part, and it caused a hurricane. Oh, I see. Yeah, that's it.
1: This is definitely the the hurricane is the most baffling part of this film. <laughs> <laughs> that,
2: we need to get <laughs> to the bottom of this. Mean? What is a hurricane?
1: Uh, yeah, I I, I so you, you, they get us pretty quickly to the the supermarket here, and then most of the film takes place in the supermarket where everyone's just arguing about what to deal do about the mist, whether there's stuff out in the mist or not. Uh
0: well, dude speaking about speaking about the supermarket, what a set, what an interesting set to take place in the entire film about these big with Leviathan Sea Monsters and we're in a supermarket. Yeah, yeah they're just big glass <laughs> windows. Glass <laughs> yeah.
1: windows are great because it well, one for all the visibility, but two, like I think halfway through the movie you realize like how how uh, unsturdy they are as cover and, and oh you mean the glass windows aren't
2: sturdy against these tentacle monsters <laughs> yeah, they're like oh wait what
1: what the fuck are we thinking we're not saving here at all uh is a fun twist but i i it's the the way they deal with the mist is uh is is pretty rough i, I think they kind of blow their load on it a little too quick uh they, there's like four guys who go to the back and they're trying to they're looking at yeah. the generator they're trying to reset it um and it's like a bunch of like redneck kind of like hickey guys they're like you
2: fancy college City, boy talking yeah. about los angeles you yeah. talking down to me they're
1: like yeah, exactly just cuz he's like be careful i think there's something in the mist but they, they they open up this little garage door um and before anyone can like go out and check check out what's going on that like just a, like five tentacle hands come out and start fucking with everyone inside yeah.
0: I, I did want to say one thing about everybody. Like everyone seemed like on edge in the in the supermarket as soon as the they're mist. They're all went. so
2: mean to each other. Yeah.
0: Was it was it just that they're all? You know, I was a bit of an asshole when I lost power for like three days. Right. But like they seem like extra. At you, the, the mist has like um like is it supposed to have properties of just making people assholes or is that just them? I think that's like, just the screenplay. Yeah.
1: They, yeah okay. The screenplay tries to like paint it as. Only the speaking characters are, like, the locals, right? And, like, so they all have history with one another. But I, I feel like they don't play at that enough. Um, Not really. And they also don't build up the, just, like, the debates going on within the supermarket very well. I I feel like the, that's where the main uh, lacking point of this film is, is that, like, there there's just this weird cult lady who's, who's saying evangelical stuff.
2: Look, I got to say, that lady is spot on a customer you would have in a grocery store. I worked in a grocery store like this for five years and we had uh, a lady, uh, she would come in. Her dad was like a pastor or something. She'd always be like, my dad is the second coming. She was convinced that he was a prophet. She would always scream about the goddamn whores that are damning America going to hell. And she would always like finish her sentences with, did you know that? Did you know that? She'd be like, well, yes, the rapture's coming and the goddamn whores are going to hell. Did you know that? Wait, wait, like wait. a couple of times i would have fun with yeah wait, wait. <laughs> yeah, yeah no that that was what i wanted you to say yeah I, w- I would have fun with her sometimes like when she would say like did you know that like oh yeah actually cameron was just telling me about that <laughs> Like, we we're spo- literally we had a policy they would tell the cashews to just get her out as quickly as possible right. sometimes if it was late at night no one else was around i'd just have fun with her Damn.
1: <laughs> i mean that that sounds that that is the thing yeah. you're right is there are people that are that that annoying and awful to be around.
2: <laughs> yeah, I gotta say the actor's performance didn't seem committed. It seemed like they were like, oh, "When's the check clear?"
1: Yeah, that's uh, yeah. definitely a tough role to play. Uh, in in a film like this,
2: I feel like you could have fun kind of hamming up, but she just seems bored. A lot of these actors seem like bored and mad.
1: Right, and and like everything is like just kind of plainly lit. I mean, it's it's obviously you know a grocery store, but it just it just feels kind of dry and dull. Um, I don't think they they they're always doing as as well of framing this place as they could, especially because they built this crazy ass set. Like they they really should have. Uh, I don't know.
2: Do they know that grocery stores exist? Like they could just film in one.
1: Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I don't know.
2: They needed absolute control of the set for the. The fire, uh, the the high stakes, camera work, and the effects. <laughs> all the seamless effects. You just you need total control of a set like this. Well, I, I also, I mean, if we're still shitting on it like that, I one of the
0: biggest issues with the first act is that it's all like character drama, but like you were saying, all the characters are super dry.
1: Right. Yeah. It's it's like every character only talks because they have a function to yeah. that, that moment in the screenplay. Uh, and then they kind of just disappear until they're needed again for a plot point.
0: Uh, yeah. talk about a throwaway plot point was the military guy who had like a crush on the cashier. And it's like, why is that relevant to what's going on here?
1: right? It, well, and and they literally introduce him and her. They, they they you know, they get together in the back. They were like childhood, you know, sweethearts, yeah, right. And then, if you say so, she died yeah. <laughs> in the next scene, and you realize, oh, we only met her because she was gonna die.
0: Yeah, it's like supposed to like create some kind of emotional response that, so like, nah, that's not happening.
1: Yeah, I do like there's a bit where like Andre Brower's character he he uh, gr- groups up with a couple other um, of uh, like minded people in in the grocery store and and tries to leave and just see if there's anything out there which is what our heroes end up doing and deciding is the right call but at the time they're like fully against um but it is like a nice uh weird like like uh yeah it's it, it, there's a nice reflection of that later in the plot where it, it makes sense when the cult's coming after them but i really not- felt there was a
0: missed opportunity to play that up for like you know yucks because it's like it'd be really funny if they're like all right you guys are a bunch of stupid idiots we're going out here and then you just have their bodies like fly back at the glass and you're like oh okay that that solidifies it <laughs> i don't know
2: I yeah. Guess it's, yeah
1: i mean i i think we we assume that they all died but theoretically they could have ran into the military and
2: hell yeah our boys you know been
1: the one to, <laughs> to say that they're people trapped in the supermarket um yeah, I mean, I mean, we we can. Uh, what, what do you guys? How do you guys feel about that third act? Getting out of the supermarket.
2: You're asking me to remember this. Yeah, I, I had awesome. to pull up my notes because you started talking. And I was like, I know I watched this full movie, and I don't remember shit from it. Um, like, when we when we say third act, do we mean like when they first
0: venture outside of the store and they go to like this other store? <laughs> find medicine
1: i mean that does happen that's more second act i guess but that please please that's uh they what they run into a bunch of spider kind of creatures in the yeah in 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 the store they're they're looking for medical supplies to help the injured
0: which also it's like can we go anywhere else except for a convenience store guys please i know it makes sense but we keep shooting inside where would
2: you go if you were
0: hiding from the mist i'd fucking i don't know i'd try to go anywhere. I, I'd be one of those people that died immediately, but please I you know
1: have has anyone seen the fog by John Carpenter?
0: I was supposed to, but I ignored to do so for your
1: class. okay. well, it's it's pretty it's pretty good actually. Uh, it's kind of the a, a better take on this that there's something in in the fog uh, that's coming to to kill you. But one of the main characters hangs out in a lighthouse um so it's just kind of like peering above all all the fog that that that's kind of the coolest. See that's
2: interesting and is something that someone would do if there was a giant fog around. It's a smart choice and interesting for a character, but we're watching The Mist and they don't do that.
1: <laughs> no. In, in The Mist in, in fact like the people inside the grocery store are usually like like they're acting dumber than than NPCs in video games, right? Yeah. They're waving these fire sticks all around, trying to. It's so hard. God, like, like you just know they're gonna catch this whole thing on fire. Uh, <laughs> well, they also have a picture of oil
0: that, like, they have a guy fall in too. It's like, right. Jesus, people,
1: <laughs> we
0: got the fire next to the oil in the one place we're safe. Yeah, yeah. And,
1: then, and then what? They like turn the the insects are are being attracted by the light. And the so like, they turn the lights full on. Minutes. Yeah, this about, this
2: movie so fucking stupid. It's, <laughs> just as we're describing it,
1: like turn on all the lights.
2: <laughs> the bugs are coming in from the mist.
0: <laughs> Do the bugs attract the bats? Though that's the real issue. The bats from the mist.
1: The bugs were cool. Everyone was fucking cool. with the bugs. Apparently, it is it is messed. Uh, it. Like the but like you see one of these bugs like. That uh, he bites the cheerleader or whatever that chick was.
2: I gotta be real. The second they show what's actually in the mist, this movie took a, a giant nosedive for me. It went from like, yeah. Ooh, kind of, what's in the mist? Is it like turn your skin inside out? It's like, Oh, it's just a tentacle monster and it looks yeah, like they, shit. They, oh, they, okay. They, they showed
0: their hand way too early in this one.
2: And, and they don't even have cards in their hands. It's like uh, just a piece of poop that they have in their hands.
1: Exactly the what I was getting at. Was like, it, it, instead of showing you tentacles, that guy should have just walked into the mist, and then we never heard from him again. Right? Like, it should have used more mystery throughout this whole thing. Mystery. Mystery. But it, unfortunately, it's just a lot of of people trying to convince other people of stuff that the audience already knows about. Like like there's something in the mist, please believe me.
2: Yeah, literally the Gabe and I were talking about this. They go back to the store after that scene with the boy and the tentacles, and they're like, No, seriously, there was a monster back there, and they didn't pick up the like tentacle to show me like yeah, here, here right. is proof. They're just well, like and- <laughs> they're just cracking beers, being like, No, trust us, so there, there- is a monster in the <laughs> mist. Was calling him yeah, alcoholics. Yeah, <laughs> yeah a, a bunch of rednecks with beers are like that. I
0: saw a dumb tad down tentacle in there. It's like who would believe him?
1: There there's a really good I do love though, like how you know uh David has the Hicks against him calling him like a Hollywood elite like mm-hmm. type stuff. And then suddenly they're on his side and he's trying to convince Andre Brower's character uh and and like he doesn't want to believe the Hicks because he has a bad history with them too like like that that was that was more of the type of community relations, you know yeah. uh, that I wanted to see in this.
0: We also didn't mention that the tentacles dissolved for plot convenience too. Right, where it's like they showed like three other people, and then it dissolves, and it's like, oh, that's that's nice.
1: <laughs> yep, it's unfortunate too, because like I think Frank Darabont's other Stephen King like like adaptations are pretty solid. Um, I I, I haven't seen Green Mile, but that has a good. I love Green Mile.
2: Yeah.
0: Um, that's a that's a that's a tearjerker for
2: me yeah Shawshank's like the best movie of all time uh according to imdb i was but... gonna say, your dad <laughs> yeah, if i had to pick the best movies of all time they would be in order Shawshank redemption godfather godfather part two joker um
1: forrest gump forrest,
2: forrest gump, gump. Forrest... is forrest gump on the top 250
1: Oh, it, definitely it's on the 250 for sure it might be we, top, like
2: we did an episode on the 250 like way early on when we just didn't know how to yeah. do this we're like oh, let's just talk about this
1: i <laughs> yeah. I, I think i listened to most of that if, if, yeah. If, yeah that is the most
2: lists. like uh you have to be on a certain vibe to enjoy this
1: yeah. absolutely i i've i've not gone through the commentaries yet but i i will one day as we as really
2: team. didn't go <laughs> through the commentaries technically <laughs> Yeah. I don't so, think we yeah. ever like fully paid attention to a full movie. We would end up playing like Hangman or right, uh... go for a walk. One of them we literally went for a walk.
0: <laughs> well, also every single one of our like tier list or like list readings was like you definitely have to be on a certain spectrum to enjoy those ones too. Right.
1: <laughs> uh, yeah, let's see. What else I got here? Um yeah, I think I think we basically just have the ending.
2: Oh yeah, the like, fucking the oh, top ten twist endings of all time. Oh, yeah, crazy. It really not... is.
1: It really it feels like one of those nasty Stephen King endings, just for the sake of, of being a nasty ending.
2: Well, he didn't even write the ending; they changed it for the movie. Oh, really? What's oh, the ending
1: really? in, the, in the novel like?
2: Uh, I, I think it's just like keeps going on, he just keeps walking around. I don't remember. Again, you're asking me to remember The Mist. I had colander brain while looking and researching this. It's like, just strained right out.
1: Yeah, honestly, I look, I, would, I looked like your background for, for at least half of The Mist.
2: Oh, I have the <laughs> scene where he's about to shoot himself and he makes a really funny
1: face.
2: <laughs> at yeah, that- I, I wrote in my notes, good ending, I guess. <laughs>
1: The twist ending is that yeah he's got 4 bullets in his gun there's 5 people in the car and and the car runs out of gas they basically they 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 get into the mist they get into this car they take off um and they somehow avoid most most of the monsters out there um, I feel like killing.
2: you you could be able to just like put two people's head together, maybe save one bullet.
1: It's the Michael Scott like equation. <laughs> you being, uh, like you've got Hitler in the room with like, these other two. I literally you like whites like uh, I'm line up all their heads and I like you know shoot through their their necks.
2: This is like a good ending in like theory and like if you were describing it to a friend, but I don't think the movie really earned it and. I didn't care about any of the characters or even by that they were real people yeah was like, I, that 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 is not a that is not a grocery store worker that is bud court
1: i also felt like it the the ending worked against like the character work like they they built up all this courage to go out into the mist and face the unknown and the and see how far they could make it and and then they didn't get out of the car like i assumed they were all just gonna walk out of the car and, and face whatever eldritch horror awaited them you know
2: face some tentacles
1: yeah like just but you know yeah. going out with like uh, with some nobility like on their own cord
2: see i knew this ending going in i'd forgotten it was for this movie but you know i was like a nerdy film kid i would watch top 10 twist endings of all time for movies i had not seen and just be like wow that's cool and i remember reading this be like oh that's such a dark ending like oh to think it's like a twilight zone ending but then it's yeah performed by Thomas Jane at the end of the mist. So it stinks.
1: <laughs> this really would have been a much better twilight zone episode. Like, oh, like yeah. chop off some of the fat, you know? Um, yeah.
2: Just like you never show what's in the mist. People walk out, disappear. That's all you need. Yep. Your mind fills in the gaps. Once you oh, know dude, that I... it's tentacle monsters, you're like, okay, well they just do tentacle monster stuff. and So
1: it's worse too. Cause they don't show the tentacle monster again after the first bit. Like, it's, it's like the praying mantisy thing. thing. Um, yeah, it's just like bugs and shit. Or, yeah. And, and the effects are really bad. Like, they are just bad. <laughs> like, Sunshine is really good with, with, like, model work, you know? Oh, my God.
2: Sunshine is one of the best-looking visual effects I've ever seen. It's embarrassing that the mist came out the same year as Sunshine. They should be embarrassed. <laughs>
0: So I, I think I read somewhere that they, were, they they attempted to do practical effects, then did away with it at some point during production. Which I mean, I get for the bugs and stuff, but like the tentacle would have been very like like doable, I think that, practically.
1: That makes a lot of sense. This screams like a rush job, Um and it, they they probably did want it to be more like the thing, or or oh, know, yeah. another movie with solid practical effects. What are, what are, it's still, before the studios rely on it too much. Um, yeah.
0: What, what a shitty thing to do is to reference the thing in your horror film and then take all the CGI. It's like you can't you can't like tip the hat to the thing and then do it's it a reference to the, the thing remake. Ah, I see. That makes perfect sense then.
1: <laughs> uh Yeah.
2: Oh, uh, missed. I'm gonna read some of my notes I took just to make sure yeah. I get there. all of my missed thoughts out there. I'm just say. gonna read through. Yeah. The Mist Notes, taken September 27th, 2023 at 3.16 p.m. I watched this movie in the afternoon. I need to get a life. Uh, This is a TNT movie, said that. None of these characters are real people. This CG looks dumb. This took a nosedive the second we see tentacles. There Will Be Blood came out this year. All of these (laughs) actors seem like they didn't get enough sleep last night. Uh, He's got small feet, size 10 work boot, he says at one point. He's like this gruff guy, and he's like, my size seven and a halfs. <laughs> Uh Everyone is so mean. The CG looks bad. This is truly some of the worst compositing I've ever seen. Juiceless. Lewis, I'm not sure I have much to say. <laughs> some of the practical stuff is cool. Stephen King doesn't paint a nice portrait of Maine. No Country for Old Men came out this year. <laughs> oh, and then this is from the ending. At a certain point, I just stopped taking notes and just kind of stared at the screen. Yep. Uh but then in the ending, uh this music feels racist, I Because <laughs> the movie ends with the he's like screaming and then there's like hey
1: yeah, so on Dune shit. Yeah. Tonight. Yeah, I don't th- um, I th- that, that's pretty solid i the only other uh note I have for my I, I I wrote down that there's a wilhelm scream in here did you guys catch that I sure
0: block that out somewhere <laughs> yeah
1: it was it was where I think when they're running out to the car in the third act uh one of the guys who dies gets oh hit by like an insect yeah and like the third hit it's a wilhelm
2: they couldn't even record a new scream in these fucking hacks <laughs>
1: no I, I i think there's there's something really interesting about a badly placed Wilhelm scream. Like, like uh, the Indiana Jones, the new film had one uh, in the first like 10 minutes. And oh, Lewis, you saw the new Indiana Jones? Yeah, what, what are you doing? I'm sorry, guys. I, <laughs> I, Wait, I told myself, I, told theaters, myself I was done watching bad movies this year and I, did, I didn't go see The Flash, so I, I at least got that up on you guys. Yeah, yeah, I guess this- we're worse.
0: We saw right? The Flash. <laughs> Wait, you did watch Wild Hogs this year though, right? And
1: Norbit. I watched Norbit. (laughs) Yeah, this man's had a tough year. It's been rough. (laughs) Lewis, you know that
2: good movies came out this year, right? (laughs) It's okay. You can cover them. Oh, no. Why would I
1: ever? Why would I ever (laughs) want to do that?
0: I just decided to watch uh, one of the good ones,
2: Oppenheimer, six times in a row to clean his palate. Yep. (laughs) Dude. That would, leave, that would leave me in a funk if I saw Oppenheimer that many times. I feel like I would just be depressed about the state of the world.
1: I think I was. I was going through something, and I didn't realize it. Because I was not watching many other movies at the time, too. I'm like, just just popping in. It, it into became that. your
2: comfort movie.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Like, at least the world was understandable that. then. <laughs> yeah. Uh, duh, Uh I did want to mention Frank Darabont wrote the Blob remake, um, which I know you guys are covering later this month.
2: We're doing we're not doing the remake we're just doing the O.G. Oh, the O.G. OG. Shit,
1: my bad. Yeah, um, so
2: he didn't have shit the to the do remakes, with it. The
1: remake's probably not even on criteria and it's probably uh vinegar syndrome or or something. Should we
2: watch it? Should I make you watch the remake too, Gabe?
1: The, the remake's really good. It's one of my favorite ki- creature features. Uh um, Really? Which is surprising it's- just because I I feel like this doesn't work and it it could it could have the same structure as a creature feature. Um Wow,
2: I didn't realize there was that much to do with the blob. I didn't no. realize it was that fertile <laughs> story. No, no it, it's
1: it's it's well, it's more about the the. It has the right level of genre campiness. Mm, okay. Um, okay. The, the characters are all memorable and have funny lines, and then the special effects and the killings are all really good too. Um, which is kind of like it's you know it's hard to hit all three of those things.
0: And the missed hit too- none. <laughs> it, yeah, it would it would be too hard it's- to do a compare contrast between the two.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I feel like uh, I don't want to. So. uh, Yeah. Okay. I'm all (laughs) on board for that. We could do it. It's just you know, our audience probably mostly hasn't seen either blobs. Right.
1: Yeah. It's it's extra credit. You know, it's like if you wanted to do the homework, but you know, they're gonna have a good episode either way. And I should. Uh. We could just lead this into. You guys are doing a whole month of horror films.
2: Hell yeah, baby! I mean, like you know, Criterion that's... horror. So <laughs> it's not like <laughs> it's pretty... ultra scary. It's like yeah. what your RA might put on if you're in a film dorm, or yeah, like your friend who has a sweater that says Greta Gerwig is gonna recommend to you.
1: Yeah, I mean, it, you just did House, right? That that's... yeah, we just
2: recorded House on Monday.
1: Fuck yeah! I, I mean, that's that's a Criterion classic.
2: Yeah, that's like your, one uh... of the top ten, just like Criterion's. Yeah, yeah
0: we're waiting for the death threats from the swifties oh my god oh yeah
2: we spend i would say probably not enough time actually talking about house we talked about skibbity toilet for a while <laughs> we did a deep <laughs> dive on skibbity toilet yeah, yeah,
0: yeah so ellis derailed us with skibbity toilet yeah <laughs> fucking
2: ellis <laughs> it wasn't me just throwing out topics every now and then right. <laughs> being like hey what can we make content out of <laughs> yeah
0: Apparently, all the kids are going soft in the head watching Skibbity Toilet. That's
1: awesome. awesome. <laughs> <I, I mean, laughs> Skibbity Toilet would fit in the house from house, so that that oh, Yeah,
2: yeah art, artful, artful movies. Um, also, I want to bump this movie down. It's not a TNT movie. It's a car dealership movie. You guys know what I'm talking about. Like wow. you go to, Fun. you go, you go to rent, you go to like buy a new car. Your kids have to sit in the little <laughs> area where there's a TV on but no remote. That's the kind yeah, of movie yeah, yeah. it would play on it. The
1: whole point of a car station movie is to make you want to leave. Oh like, yeah, you know. Oh
2: yeah. oh yeah, no, it wasn't a compliment. <laughs> no, no, I know. I'm just saying, like, it's literally
1: like negative energy, right? Like they are, yeah, they yeah. it's, it's like, like you could put on Rio Two or something in like a lobby. Yeah, and, uh, it, I, I feel like
0: like car dealerships practice psychological warfare with their customers, where they're just like, yeah, we're gonna sit in this office for an hour and talk about like nothing and tell you that we can't you know lower the price at all and we're gonna make you watch this shit movie while we're doing it
1: a... you're gonna be so desperate to leave and be done that you will just say yes yeah <laughs> yeah
2: and i get my i was desperate to, to leave the mist
1: <laughs> weren't we all weren't we all uh well yeah th- thank you both for uh joining uh glad to get the criteria cats on the uh the pod here
2: you got me to
0: do it finally
1: there
0: we
2: go that boy beautiful yeah um thank you for having us Lewis. Yeah, i love no, being you. on your yeah, podcast and, and, and derailing it
1: i, I'm, <laughs> I and I'm glad to be on yours and derail yours as well if you if you want to hear the ones i've been on uh over there it, we did a uh, guardians of their legends yeah, of guardians the, the the owls of gahool yeah something uh, like that before yeah. it was the criteria cast and then uh, we did m as well yeah we'll definitely have you too.
2: on coming up on november we're doing noir November. hell yeah,
1: yeah. Look on out for that everyone i i don't think there's many noirs in 07 so <laughs>
2: if they do they'd be like one of those new noir bullshit things yeah. so we're doing like it's got to be a guy with a hat on that's the noir we're doing that,
1: that, that is yeah. like the best genre around guy with <laughs> hat <laughs> guy with
2: hat and a gun. Every poster has to have a guy with a hat and hat a gun. And we're not considering <laughs> it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> they just summarized 1950 to 1960,
2: pretty much. 1960. I love you. Hide the body, baby.
1: Just hold my hat.
2: That was my noir guy.
0: I like doing the noir gangster. Nah see.
1: nah, see? I'll All be not
2: right. with the fishes. <laughs> yeah, there's my yeah. racket, see? Keep your gracie mitch to yourself, you mug. <laughs> I- I this is, is kind insane. of banter
0: you can expect if you listen yeah. to Criteria Cast. I- no, I heard an insane theory that the mask was a, you know, neo-noir. Get oh the fuck God. out. Yeah, Stop. I know, right? <laughs> it could be, though. It kind of does play with those tropes, but no
2: somebody stop me is that the mask or is that something else that's smoking is the mask smoking smoking Smokin'.
1: yeah i've Sorry. learned that i want a gta game with with uh jim Carrey's the mask as the main character <laughs> Ooh,
2: oh oh golly let's <laughs> think about it
0: i'm down i'd I play it i play that mod <laughs> uh.
1: Alright, well I, get, I, I think that's the end, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, bye.
2: <laughs> yeah, my brain has turned to mist. Damn. Do you have a do you have a send off line? I don't I don't remember.
1: No, not really. I you I, I mean I just try to end on a laugh or like a like you know something.
2: Stay cool, cinema span. Keep yeah. on spanning.
1: Keep
2: on spanning. Yeah. Um and don't forget to support your local movie theater.
1: Truly.
0: Unless it's a Marcus Theater, in which case, fuck that.
2: Yeah, fuck a Marcus Theater.
1: Yeah. Is that local to you? Is that a chain? Yeah, that's a Midwest yeah.
2: one. We have a long riff. Look up Greg Marcus or like Marcus Theater. This dude or fucking don't. sucks.
0: You'd you don't have to do that. Just don't. It's this guy who owns these movie
2: theaters. <laughs> and every single movie, he comes on, does a little message before. And he's just like My the God. least charismatic, dopey guy. Yeah. He's like, thank you for coming out the movie. I think we can all agree that the best
0: part of the movie is <laughs> eating <laughs> popcorn. He he he's like a goblin personified. He he is the
2: archetypical goblin. People <laughs> boo when he comes on. Like at the theater, people will boo. It's the Opposite
1: of the AMC, Nicole Kidman. Yeah, me. yeah. <laughs> Everyone's like, I actually love going to to Marcus theaters just so I can boo at him at the beginning of every
2: film. <laughs> yeah, and he just has his stupid family on the ads too.
1: Yeah, I yeah. pull his Twitter and his like his thumb. His like avatar is is a. Is like a bit moji with the with the word respect. Fuck okay. this dude.
2: <laughs> I hate Greg Marcus so much. <laughs>